You are listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk about how to stand up and battle those beasts in your life so that your life can be filled with hope, strength, and courage. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure that you follow and sign up for updates so you never miss a new episode. For direct access, you can visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Good morning. Hope you're all doing well today. I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about collateral beauty. If you're not sure what collateral beauty is, stay tuned. And especially if you've gone through something really, really challenging, something that has broken your heart, something that has you living in paralyzing fear, you know, that leaves a lot of collateral damage lying around, the bits and pieces of the you-know-what that hit the fan in your life that you see scattered all around. It's really the, the fallout, the result of whatever it is that you've gone through. And good morning there, Sarah, on West Coast time. Collateral damage is so easy to see. It's obvious. It's lying everywhere. The collateral damage of the heartbreak, the disappointment, the health issue, you know, whatever it is that has come and smacked you upside the head. I call it life's proverbial two by four. And after you've spent a few decades on this planet, you will be clobbered over the head a few times. It's just life. Life hands us all sorts of unexpected trials and tribulations and things that you really never even imagined walking through. Anybody relate to that? Certainly was the case for me. I mean, little ups and downs and life challenges are to be expected because life is a roller coaster. Now, I'm not talking about the roller coaster from hell at this moment, but I will in just a moment. Life is a roller coaster, though, in general, right? I mean, just even if you don't have the big stuff, life is ups and downs. It's really not smooth sailing for extended periods of time. It's just life. But sometimes we wind up riding what I call the roller coaster from hell. And the, these come about, you know, this ride comes about typically through something that has been tossed at you. And certainly it can happen through your cho- own choices. It can happen through your own mistakes. That can certainly happen. But often it is just something that comes out of left field and whacks you upside the head and it's those ongoing things. The roller coaster from hell is typically something that's not just a one and done kind of thing. It's those ongoing things. And for me, my ongoing ride on the roller coaster from hell, which I rode for 13 years, was as a result of my daughter's addiction. And I called it the roller coaster from hell, well, because it was a roller coaster from hell. <laughs> it was, um, you know, I rode it up painfully up one hill and screaming down the next, terrified of what was around the next corner, scared, jumping out of my skin every time the phone rang, and then scared to death when it didn't ring. And on and on and on, that that was definitely riding the roller coaster from hell. And the longer I rode it, the more I lost myself. I lost me. I literally became, you know, a mere shadow of my former self. I really did. I was just, um, 
I lost my self-confidence and my hope and my joy. And no matter how I pretended on the outside, I was losing it on the inside. And it seemed like all around me was just devastation, just, you know, uh, pieces of, of my life scattered about and my daughter's life and so much collateral damage relationships that were destroyed. My family was falling apart. It was fractured. Um, just so much hopelessness and fear and shame and guilt and all of the, the collateral damage that had become my life. Collateral damage is easy to see because it's just everywhere. I mean, it's so in your face and you really can't avoid it. What's difficult to see in the middle of the collateral damage is the collateral beauty of your situation. And I know when I was riding my roller coaster from hell in the middle of the whole thing, I didn't even care about collateral beauty. I hadn't even thought about it. I hadn't even come up with a term to, to apply to what I was going through. It really just didn't, um, it wasn't something that I really was even concerned about. I was just trying to survive. But what I'd like to help you do is not wait until you're on the other end of something, but to try to find the collateral beauty in the middle of it. To try to find the collateral beauty when all you see is darkness. To find the collateral beauty when you're so focused on the collateral damage and all the negativity of your situation that you can hardly see any hope or any possibilities or anything positive. The thing is the collateral beauty is there. It's there. It's always there. It's whether or not we choose to see it. And interestingly enough, I, I started using this term collateral beauty in my book, the first book that I wrote after Jamie's murder, and it's called Misery, You Don't Get My Company. And I, I came up with it because um, Jamie was killed in August, and in December I was in Arizona with Sean, and we were going to the movies before Christmas and we were we went and saw Collateral Beauty. If you haven't seen that movie, it's really a great movie. And it's uh, Will Smith plays a man whose daughter was killed. And Sean was thinking, Mom, why in the world would you want to watch that movie? But anyway, there were a few tears, but I really enjoyed the meaning behind, so much meaning behind the story in that book. And, or that movie, excuse me. And so anyway, we were walking out of the movie theater and I said, oh my gosh, Sean, I just figured it out. What I've been experiencing, it's collateral beauty. So Jamie had only been dead uh, for less, a little less than four months. And yet in the middle of those four months, I had been experiencing some feelings of joy and some feelings of happiness and appreciation. And I know that that seems strange because I would have thought if I had lost my one of my children, that I would just be completely devastated every moment for years. I didn't think that it, I could have moments of feeling this, this lightness and happiness. And so anyway, I said to Sean, that's it. That's it. I've been experiencing collateral beauty. I challenge you, whatever you're going through today, I challenge you to start looking for the collateral beauty because it is there. Now, would I rather not have the collateral beauty and avoid the collateral damage too? Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Of course. Of course I would. I would much rather Jamie never rode her roller coaster from hell. I'd much rather that she was on the path I thought she would be on when she was little toward being the first woman president. Um, certainly, I, I wish that she had children and I was a grandmother to her children and she was in a happy marriage and in a career or whatever. Of course. 
But that is not the way that life turned out for me. It's not the way that it transpired. And so because it happened, whatever you're going through is happening. It is happening. Okay. You can not want it to be happening. You can avoid it. You can try to disregard it. You can do all of these things. You can try whatever you want, but it's happening. So if it's happening, why don't you try to find some good in it? And right now, whatever you're going through, it may seem there is no good. How could there be good? People might look at me and think I'm nuts. Well, I am a little nuts, but that's okay. People might look at me and think, how can you say there's collateral beauty? How can you say that there was good that came from your daughter living on her roller coaster from hell for 15 of her 30 years? How can you say any good came from her murder? How can you say any good came from all of the stress and and everything? How could any good come from somebody who betrayed us and stole our savings? How could it, how could there be beauty in all this? Has Valerie gone around the bend? Well, that's always possible. But the truth is that there's always, always collateral beauty, <clears throat> excuse me, and good in everything, even in the difficulties, even in the hardships, <clears throat> excuse me, even in the darkest of times, there's always, always good. I don't believe that God ever leaves us in a completely dark, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, negative situation without also providing opportunity and goodness. It's always, always there. And so <clears throat> your goal, <clears throat> uh-oh, I'm going to have to get myself a throat lozenge here. So what I challenge you to do is to start to look for it because it is there. So I'm sorry I'm going to have to do the rest of this message sucking on a throat lozenge, but hey, this is what happens when you're live. So in my book, Misery, You Don't Get My Company, In this book, um, this is on, it starts on page 185. I have a section on collateral beauty and it'd be really great for you to check it out and read about it because it can apply to anything. It doesn't have to be a massive loss like losing your child, but just finding the collateral beauty in every situation is incredibly important. I love this quote that Helen Keller said. She says, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. So you want to talk about somebody that had adversity, Helen Keller, okay? So when you think your life's tough, think about Helen Keller. We all know the story of Helen Keller and, you know, just what she overcame in this life and how easy it would have been for her to stay down on the mat and feel sorry for herself. She started out with more adversity than any of us started out with and overcame so much and really left her mark on the world. But she recognized that. I'm going to look at this again with you. Uh, and this actually, I put this quote in my book, Misery, You Don't Get My Company. And it's on, uh, well, it's, it's not a numbered page here, but it would be page 183. And it says, Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. I want you to get that. It can't be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. It is through the experience of trial and suffering that the soul is strengthened. 
That's when character is developed. So you might be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I've had so much trial and suffering. I am a character. I'm like a Disney character. <laughs> That's what I feel sometimes. But that is your opportunity. And so I think that you, you just have to be very mindful that you're not missing out on opportunities because if you just live through your trial, if you just exist through it and hang on through it and just try to, you know, get through it, you're going to miss what's in it. And what's in it are these opportunities to build courage and build character and build strength. And like Anel just said, yes, being refined in the fire. <clears throat> and we don't like that. I wish that weren't the case, but it is the case. And so you can even be grateful. So some of the collateral beauty could be that you even feel a little grateful that you're going through a trial because you know that it's building something in you. It's building character in you. So these are these weird, happy moments that I've had in the middle of my, you know what, storm when I have felt so happy and peaceful and sorry, <clears throat> got a dry throat here. And maybe you've experienced some of that yourself, those collateral beauty moments but there's also collateral beauty situations and people. And this is what I also wanted you to recognize. There are people in your life that you would never have met, that you would not know today had you not gone through your trials. And I see some names coming across here right now on this Facebook Live because they're women who are in my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of them for so many different reasons that they have enriched my life and provided me with wisdom. They've given me an opportunity to be a part of their walk and their journey to courage and strength. And that right there, my friend, is an absolute blessing that you get to link arms with people that you may not have. Um, another piece of my collateral beauty was learning to be far less judgmental. And I learned it from my daughter who was living in addiction, my daughter living with an addiction beast. And what an unlikely person to teach me lessons, right? In the middle of her addiction, each of us riding our roller coasters from hell, who would have thought she'd be teaching me? I mean, honestly, if somebody would have asked me, I would have said, no, I'm the wise one here. I'm the one teaching her, but we can learn everywhere. And that is a valuable lifelong lesson that Jamie taught me not to judge. She also taught me to forgive. She taught me how to use that F word. And that is such an incredible piece of collateral beauty. Valuable, valuable. So think. I want you to think about this. And this is an open page. And a lot of people don't want to talk about their stuff on this open page. But if you do, I mean, the reason I do this, by the way, on my on my open page, and I put these on podcasts and things like that, is that I am trying to help us to overcome shame. And we don't overcome shame by hiding in the shadows. We don't overcome guilt by being afraid to talk about what's transpired in our lives. I like to be open, but that doesn't mean that you do. So if you feel like typing something in here, I do try to get back to these later on. If you're listening to this on podcast, then... I, I encourage you to come and watch on Facebook Live and, and definitely put your comments in because everybody's perspectives are really valuable. And I think it would be really cool if we could hear some of the collateral beauty that you've experienced in your situation. You don't have to get into all sorts of detail, but 
this is what gives us hope. These little tiny nuggets of wisdom. Sometimes you just hear a little something from somebody that you had never thought about this particular aspect of it. And it's so important to hear other people because number one, it gives you hope that you can walk a road that they're walking. Number two, it there could, it could be that I could tell you something, by the way, those of you who, who follow me a lot and follow my work, I could tell you something 25 times, but it could be that somebody else says it just slightly different and at the perfect moment. And so that's when you get it. And so that's why I really encourage all of you to start sharing with others. And, and by the way, I really do appreciate all of you, everyone watching and listening. I do appreciate all of you so much. But I want to give a special shout out to my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership because they're always so willing publicly to talk about what's going on in their lives. And I know that that's taken them a lot it, to go from hiding in the shadows of what's gone on in their lives to being so open about things. And I don't know if, if they really realize how much meaning that is making. Um, that really gives other people hope. And once again, that little nugget of, of wisdom that somebody may have heard 52 times, you're the one that says something at the moment they need to hear. So I would love it if you would all be really open to sharing different things. Anel said that Matt has taught her more about forgiveness than anything anything else. And so Anel has had the same experience that I have, that somebody who's riding their own roller coaster from hell and making all sorts of, of bad choices and just living a life that could be considered pure darkness and look at the gift that he's given his mother and compassion. Super, super cool. Um, so this is what I want you to do, what I challenge you to do. Jerry just said that hiding in the shadows helps no one. Isn't that the truth? But initially, if we find ourselves riding on a roller coaster from hell, we find ourselves struggling with something, especially if it has to do with shame and guilt, that's exactly where we find ourselves, living in the shadows. Like I wrote in my first book, Still Standing After All the Tears, The Old Woman in the Cave. And I know a lot of you can relate to that story because that's where you are. Um, another thing is it, with my latest book, Still Standing, we created journals. And this journal here is called Overcoming Loss. And this one might be really helpful to those of you who are really relating to this message today about collateral beauty because collateral damage is typically tied to loss of some sort, right? Loss of an expectation of, of what our lives will be, loss of, of somebody's life, loss of a relationship, loss of a job, loss of a career. Lots of times that's where we find ourselves in all the collateral damage that is surrounding us. So I think if you could work on focusing on and and misery you don't get my company and the still standing journal that is overcoming loss could really be helpful for you if loss is something that you're feeling and loss is a part of life right so once again i encourage you to look for look for the collateral beauty the thing is is that when you have collateral damage as i said earlier that's easy to see it's easy to find. It's everywhere. It's, it's, it's all around you. And 
Another reason it's so easy to find is because that's what we focus on. And what we focus on becomes magnified. So if you're just focusing on all the garbage, the fallout from your situation, it's going to make you feel pretty hopeless. And like there's no good because that's all you're focused on. If you could just take a step back for a minute and just think about some of the relationships that you have found because of your collateral damage. And if you think about some of the good lessons that you've learned and you know what you've built inside of yourself, that would be tremendously helpful. And then open yourself up, open yourself up to having, being open for when these situations occur, because sometimes they're moments, right? And actually Sarah just said something good here. She said, collateral beauty will not find us. We need to chase it. Isn't that the truth? Because you know what, what we chase, what we chase is negativity. Often we chase more of the sadness. I mean, you're so right, Sarah, we have to chase it down. It's not going to come and smack us upside the head. The negative stuff smacks us upside the head. The beast reminds us of all the garbage that's going on in our life. He reminds us of the collateral damage moment after moment after moment. We have to be responsible for chasing down, as Sarah said, the collateral beauty. Oh, Anel just said that Sarah Faith, her little granddaughter came in and said, who's that? She's pretty. Oh, wow. I love you, little Sarah Faith. I mean, not just because you said that, but that helps. <laughs> so can we do that? Can we all agree whoever is watching this now, watching us live, listening to it later on podcast, watching it on my website, which by the way, you can find all of these videos. You can find them on my website in my video log at ValerieSilvera.com. And, um, Whoever's watching this now or later, why don't we make an agreement? Why don't we agree that we are going to look for the collateral beauty? And I would really appreciate it if you would comment wherever you find video, my podcast, wherever you find this message. I would love it if you would comment and you would let us know what it is that you have found in the middle of your collateral damage that's collateral beauty because it could be something you say that somebody says, oh my gosh, that's right. She found collateral beauty. I have the same, but I didn't see it before she brought it up. So let's do that. Uh, Anel says she finds it when she adjusts her focus. Okay, this is exactly what I was talking about. And that's action number six, as you know, Anel. Action number six is to adjust your focus. You find the collateral beauty when you stop staring at the collateral damage. When you stop waking up every morning and going, oh my God, that's right, this is my life. I did that for years and years, morning after morning. What if you got up with expectancy tomorrow morning and everything is still the same around you, right? Nothing changes. The people around you are still making the same choices they're making. The situation hasn't changed yet, but you get up with a different attitude and you get up and you say, I'm looking today for the collateral beauty in all of the collateral damage. I wonder how your life might change. I wonder how your life might change even though nothing changes. You see what I'm saying? When we change our attitude and we adjust our focus, nothing changes, yet everything seems to change. I hope that makes sense to you. Okay, I'm gonna sign off now um, and leave you all looking 
for your collateral beauty. I hope that you will join my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership. I'd love to coach you through 2020 so that at the end of 2020, you're sitting in a much better position. I hope to meet you personally and give you a hug at Still Standing Live April 25th in Palm Springs, California. And until the next time I see you, until the next time we meet, don't ever forget that whatever you're going through, wherever you live, wherever you are in this walk called life, you're not alone. I am always standing with you. Have an awesome day. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you. Have an awesome day.